collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus, who was about to pass that, to pass that way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half of my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house. Because this man, too, is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In today's Gospel reading, we hear the familiar story of Zacchaeus a tax collector, and his encounter with Jesus Christ. As we recall, Jews who were tax collectors for the Roman government were despised by their fellow Jews. They were seen as traitors because they were collecting money from their own people to give back to the foreign occupiers so they can oppress their people even more. In addition to collecting money from the oppressive foreigners who occupy their land, the tax collectors also were notorious for skimming off the top money for themselves, above and beyond what the Roman government pays them. That is, they collected not only what was owed to Rome and what was owed to them, but they also got more than what was expected. They stole from their own people. Pretty bad. Enter Jesus Christ. Luke tells us that Jesus was passing through Jericho where Zacchaeus lived. Now, somehow Zacchaeus heard about Jesus. And somehow Zacchaeus wanted to see Jesus. Somehow he wanted to have an encounter with Jesus. But you have to ask the question, how? I mean, this is not the man that would go to Sabbath and go to uh, you know, the local synagogue. He would not have been inclined to do that, and he would never have been welcomed. So he climbs a sycamore tree because he hears Jesus is going to be on this route. He sees Jesus. Jesus sees him, and Jesus calls him, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. Christ knew Zacchaeus. The the Lord saw beyond this man's weaknesses, his imperfections, and his sins. He saw into his heart and his deepest desires. So he called Zacchaeus to follow him. This changed everything for Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus turned from a greedy, self-centered person and dishonest in his dealing with other people to a man of great 
generosity, who gave half of what he owned to the poor and paid back four times the amount of what he extorted from his fellow Jews. Here's my question. How did Zacchaeus know about Jesus? It must have come from somebody in his town. Somebody among the town's folk. Perhaps it was another tax collector. A fellow sinner like the Apostle Matthew, who had previously encountered Jesus and experienced a similar conversion. Maybe it was Matthew who wanted this for his friend, a fellow tax collector. In fact, the chief of the tax collectors. Maybe it was someone who grew up with Zacchaeus, who used to worship with him at synagogue when they were younger. Or attended synagogue school together when they were children. It could have been a family member of Zacchaeus who witnessed him drift over the years from the practice of his faith and live a life more and more separated from the ways of God. Maybe it was a person who prayed every day for Zacchaeus and waited for an opportunity for him to encounter grace and God and the promise of the Messiah. Whomever it was, God gracefully and beautifully used that person to cause Zacchaeus to encounter him and thereby changed his life forever. Now fast forward to today. As you know, the mission that God has given to our parish is to make disciples and disciple makers. Along these lines, we are called as Christ's parish and each of us as his parishioners to lead all souls to know, love, and serve God in this world and to be happy with him forever in heaven. There are so many Zacchaeuses in our world and many Zacchaeuses in our own lives. People who are not walking with the Lord, who have drifted from our faith. Folks maybe who are living self-centered lives and greedy lives. Individuals who are not worshiping our God with us. Or maybe entire families who follow more the culture than Christ. Or folks who simply have become too busy for God to be a part of their lives. Perhaps these are people who grew up with us attending Mass. Maybe we went to school with them. Maybe they're former parishioners or their family members, or neighbors, or friends. Like in our gospel story from Luke, it is our purpose to call the Zacchaeuses in our lives to an encounter with Jesus Christ. Now, imagine, if you would, the place of this encounter, our parish. Imagine if we didn't have the buildings that we had, or we didn't keep them properly maintained, or we couldn't pay the utilities to run them or the insurance to protect them. Imagine if we didn't have the awesome faith formation and pastoral staff to help us both in our own faith journeys, but let alone help us to help others on their faith walk. 
or the hardworking administrative staff that oversees the day-to-day -day operations of our parish. Imagine if we didn't have our music ministry at all the masses, which inspires worship of our God, both for ourselves and those who come to our church seeking to experience our God. Imagine we didn't, if we didn't have the spaces needed to grow up our children in the ways of faith, in our school and in our PSR program, for our confirmation in our high school youth ministry, or continue to grow our own faith as adults through men's discipleship groups and women's discipleship groups, Bible studies, prayer groups and retreats, marriage preparation and baptismal prep for new moms and dads. Imagine if we didn't have the space and the opportunities for things like Alpha and RCIA right here. We are so blessed to have this place of encounter with Jesus Christ, our parish, St. Francis of DeSales Church. As we imagine this place of encounter and the support necessary to maintain it and fund all of our ministries and operations, I want, you, I want to invite you to make a pledge to this place of encounter. To make a pledge specifically to it and the works we do here through our annual offertory drive. Our annual offertory is pretty much the only source of money to support our parish and its mission. Our parish is a parishioner-supported church. It takes money to run our parish and the many, many programs we provide from day to day over the course of the year. This year's theme for our annual offertory drive is Encountering Christ Together. As members of St. Francis de Sales Parish, who are on mission together, we are called by Christ to encounter him, and we are each called to help others encounter him. As members of this parish, therefore, we are called to support the mission that Christ has given to each of us. My first year here with you as your pastor, two years ago, we faced many challenges together in order to grow our parish and the reach of its, of its mission. I ask you to increase your offertory by 25% over your previous year of giving to get us out of a very large deficit to the annual budget. Last year, I asked you for an increase of 10% in order to help us to more fully fund our parish over the course of the coming year. We have come a long way, and I want you to know how so appreciative I am of your support of our parish. Many good things are happening in and around and from our parish. Lives are being transformed. Because of his life-changing encounter, Zacchaeus was inspired to give back to God by giving half of what he had to the work of the Lord. Although I'm not going to ask you to give half of what you have, this year, I am asking for a modest 5% increase in your giving over last year to help us run our parish in the coming year. We need to continue to keep pace with the rising cost of our ministries and uh, keep pace with the growth and the outreach. Also, 
better support our full-time, part-time, and missionary staff, which makes up about half of our staff positions, even as we appreciate the other half of our staff who are unpaid and do so much to help us run our parish on a tight and responsible budget. And of course, faith formation and evangelization must continue to be our highest priority because we are a church. What does a 5% increase for the coming year over last year look like? Well, let's just say that you give $1,200 a year in support to the parish through the annual offertory. If you break that down, that means you're given $100 a month or you're given $25 a week. A 5% increase over last year would be a $5 increase per month or $1.25 per week increase. Whatever amount you do plan to give, I especially want to encourage you to give via electronic fund transfers. It makes it easier on you because you don't have to remember envelopes or checks each week, and it's cost-effective for our parish. Giving electronically from your bank account or credit card or check regularizes your giving and creates a reliable source of funds to run our day-to-day -day ministries year-round, even during times such as the summer when so many travel. I was asking Maggie and the staff the other day uh, what per amount of our parishioners give to EFT, electronic fund transfers. And in just two years, over 40% of our parishioners have moved to EF EFT. A packet has been prepared for each of our parish members which contains a letter from me and a commitment form. I have also asked the staff to include a copy of a spreadsheet to help you determine the percentage you currently are giving. Prayerfully consider how much more you can give to help fund the good works the Holy Spirit is doing in our parish. Through your giving, you can be the person God provides to help bring about a life-changing encounter with our Lord. These packets are available on the tables in the back of the church after the Mass, or they'll be mailed to you if you don't pick them up today. So I ask everyone to please just take an extra minute to stop by at the back of the church and pick up the packet with your name on it. This will save the cost of mailing, both in postage and in staff time. If there are any persons here who are not parishioners, but who have been joining us for Mass, I ask you now to join us officially, to partner with us, first in your own intention to becoming more and more a disciple, and then becoming more and more a disciple-maker. Fill out a registration form. Join us in our mission and support us in the offertory. A generic packet can be found in the back of the church also for you today to take home. They're packets without any name on it. Next weekend, November 9th and 10th, we will pass out our second annual Stewardship of Treasure report, our, our parish's annual report. I will not be speaking about money next weekend, just we'll hand that to you, um, being here at church. I, as I pledged when I got here, I'm only going to speak about our offertory once a year. That's it. Inside, you will find information on giving 
an assessment of where we are in our mission and where we hope to be, and also, of course, an annual accounting of our income and expenses from the prior fiscal year, along with the summary of our budget for the upcoming year. I want to invite everyone to look through the pages of this booklet as you consider before the Lord how you are being called by him to financially support the mission of our parish in the coming year. And then finally, the following week, again, I won't be speaking about money, uh, during the weekend of November 16th and 17th, I'll simply ask each family then to come forward with your pledge, to come forward with your commitment form, and to place your commitment to God's work in our parish at the base of the sanctuary uh, in a basket. To come forward and make your commitment to God, not me. And so to place that commitment at the foot of the steps of this sanctuary. No matter how large or how small your gift, I ask that you bring it to the Lord and our community in this way so that we can make these commitments together as one family, members of one family, and then be the persons God uses to bring souls to him in this area at St. Francis de Sales for a generation to come. I want to end this homily where we started. I want you to close your eyes, everyone. Remember Zacchaeus. Picture Zacchaeus in your mind. He was able to encounter Christ because someone told him about Jesus, showed him Jesus, witness to him of how Jesus had changed their own life, gave this man hope. Take a moment to think about a Zacchaeus in your life right now. Who in your life needs to encounter Jesus Christ? Or needs to encounter him in a deeper way. Take a moment to pray for him or her and also for yourself. Asking Christ to help you help this person and lead them to this place of encounter.